Okay, y'all. This is V, aka Vernon English. But you could just say V for anybody. You can find me on Insta. This is Spiky Bebop. S P I K E E B E B O P. And one of the obscure podcasts on the West Coast. Uh, shouts out to all the content creators. Shouts out to anybody going and pressing for their vision. And uh, TikTokers, you know what I'm saying, Instagrammers, uh, I think it's like a couple other Patreons, uh, those that campaign, shout out to all you guys who, you know, make your vision happen. And uh, shout out to all the others who are just simply artists. And uh, shout out to the people who listen to my podcast. And uh, I appreciate you guys for the support. Uh, the more and more you support my art, the more intricate it becomes. And then I have the liberty of adding more things to it. And uh, that's, you know, something that I never take for granted. And, you know, just getting the formularities out so I can go off on my, you know, tangents. (laughs) And uh, this is for anybody listening to the podcast for the first time or not understanding as to what it is that I do uh, as a writer on a daily basis when it comes to just, you know, assessing information and uh, watching television programs, being inspired by, you know, movies and TV, uh, anime, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't generally, in the sensible term, talk about current events, uh, not so much as is uh, if it is pertaining to uh, my story and how I can make an analogy to it. And in most instances, it always comes back to that if I'm exceptionally writing in my fifth book, which I'm working on now. And I give, you know, a template or a process as to how I go about doing it. And for other people, you feel me, like, I know their process is different, but that's cool. (laughs) The whole purpose is to show that one artist does something completely different than the other, and both equally being significant in, you know, a current time frame. Uh, In the next five to ten years, you know, the expression of the written word could be totally different. Uh, something we've never even conceived of, uh, considering, you know, cursive writing and, you know, all the particular, excuse me, particular uh, italics and all the different types of fonts that we have on computers. So those are just certain instances. Uh, I I consider myself in my head doing a TED Talk every afternoon uh, for anybody that's hip to it. And I love, you know, where my peers are. (laughs) There's so many of them, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really go by an age. And for anyone, you know, living in 2023, uh, they are some of the most, you know, inventive, you know, uh, smart, you know, super witty, you know, very intuitive uh, motherfuckers. (laughs) Excuse the expression, but I, oh, So basically what I'm explaining in the instances of what inspires me as a writer changes from day to day. And you can walk through, you know, I'm saying many things. And when I say that people are super intuitive, I'm not being facetious in any way, shape or form. Uh, People are quite, you know, hip to what uh, they like on their phones. And another phone is, you know, a personal computer. And things that, you know, you could do on your phone, we would, like, trip out (laughs) in 1996 or 1997. 
and it's you know a normal instance nowadays you know sharing information and changing a file uh, copying pasting and doing something else uh, just by the click of your thumb it, it has changed the perspective of information before we've even gotten to Star Trek level uh, technology and this is from a science fiction nerd like I live breathe science fiction nerdisms like <laughs> Like, I eat that shit for breakfast all 24-7. And, and when, you know, you realize that and how playful it is, I, I have no other... And like, you know, seriousness is cool, dra drama is cool, and this is all into whatever you are as a writer, um, the things that you like. And let me not, you know, take shots at the other genres, but for me, uh, where I creatively thrive uh, you know, in the imagination is in that in the first instance. And that's, you know, the inspiration behind my book. So all in all, I'm looking at all these other different writers and the collaborations between the artists and the ones that have made it to the forefront through distribution versus, you know, someone releasing it on YouTube or having it on their website, uh, both equally as impactful but more so, we see the impact, you know, with this marriage to big corporations. Obviously, I'm not saying any names, but uh, those stories, obviously, we can account for uh, being very, you know, thorough. But I found in the past, like, 20 years, when somebody does a fan-made video or something like this, and it's only, like, five or four minutes, like, them, them those videos are legit. And hold equally as amount of weight uh, when you know you separate people who are YouTube famous versus world famous and I guess YouTube famous is world famous considering multiple languages <laughs> so my thing is where my story is inspired from the last uh, day is you know these future instances or these things that we will have as issues in the future if there will be any issues at all. And then making this analogy to my story where these people are, you know, going through uh, in this mass congregation and, you know, with forgotten memories, but still having a conversation civilly with one another to figure out uh, initially what's going on. And that's where my fifth book is. And it has started from the first book, which was originally Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds. Now. I won't give, you know, the title of the fifth book away just yet. I just still want this concept to understandably know that I would have been talking about the fifth book in, you know what I'm saying, January of 2023 after. <laughs> so when I reference my story, I'm always, you know, sensibly making a reference to or back through all these series. And I've talked about it since, like I said, this is January 2023 when I started talking about the fifth book and then uh, me finishing my book last year and then, you know, going through the process, literally telling you how I upload it and then, you know, place it on Amazon as in self-publishing. Now, I, I won't go, you know, specifically into the numbers and, you know, the choicing, but I mean, when someone has a vision of something, you generally will as you think of the last part of the process, that thing, the physical whatever, you know what I'm saying, like a book or, you know, a digital copy, if it is that in your mind and you will, you know, do the things that inherently finish 
that thing as a product. You know, you go through it as your mind each day and talk about it. And for me, you know, verbalizing it is not only just one way, but it finishes my product before it's even done. And I, I really hate to, you know, reference my book as is such, but in this day and age, uh, a lot of people really uh, look down on as in struggling artists and things like this, and or if it's not, you know, from a major publishing house. And <laughs> I say this, you know, never set yourself short on a goal. <laughs> when you know a publishing house you know doesn't accept your first draft or your second or third or fourth or fifth draft uh still publish your work <laughs> in the consideration of you know in your head being your own new york times bestseller versus the literal ones that sell 100 million copies and <laughs> As in, you know, 2023, you always have to be in consideration of the fiscal part of being an artist. And I learned that at a very, you know, beginning stage of, you know, me handling my own intellectual property. And I, I like to personify that, you know, saying I, it's one of those things, and, and I'll analogize this to my story, but just, you know, just to be mindful as other artists, right? We go to Library of Congress, to make sure all of our work is intellectually, you know, protected and things like this, or even, you know, releasing something digitally automatically gives it some legality uh, in regards to your name being attached to something. So it's almost like you're automatically having the ownership or the rights to your work. With that being said, there's so much potential, you know, for the consideration of what's happening. And like I say, I don't talk about current events or name drop, but just be mindful. This is 2023, 2024 is right around the corner, 2025, 2026. And before you know it, it'll be 2030. And then the consideration of what we have versus that time frame of what we are talking about. <laughs> Technology-wise, uh, what our children will be talking about that's what was at the forefront of my mind today. And I was just like, yo, what are people going to be arguing about? Like, <laughs> like, real shit, like, versus the things that we're arguing about today. And, I mean, it's, it's not just the consideration of the differences between us. I mean, if it's not, you know, things that I guess the natural world instinctively knows, but we have the liberty of, you know, mindfully thinking about it, those are the funny things as a writer um, I love, you know, misering away at. Even if I'm watching something funny, even if I'm watching cartoons, uh, I can always tap into that world that I crafted. And I generally call it Celestial, but uh, in the book series, like I say in the first part, I always left room for, you know, the reader to infer, you know, to gather their own information so that I'm not initially telling them everything, and I never will. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast series. <laughs> Very few interviews, uh, not seen, you know, no video cast, nothing like that, and even if it was, if I can't smoke my weed there, I, I really feel mad uncomfortable. So <laughs> those are just, you know, funny things that I wanted to inject into the process of writing. Uh, making it fun and never uh, making it seem like a school report. 
is the first part in the learning process that I came into me as a writer. The second part, and I talked about this in my podcast series too, was not giving a fuck. And once again, I don't excuse, you know, the expression. It really takes a very honest, you know, writer (laughs) to express what he wants or she wants their characters to say. And if, you know, you, you miser away and overthink of what other people will think of your work, your work, you don't, you never want to stall it. You never want to, you know, inhibit uh, what you do. You take everything that everyone says, the things that they like and the things they don't like, and then master it into the things that you like. Even regardless of what someone else will think, they're always going to find something. (laughs) As an artist, they're always going to compare it to something or try to categorize it or place it in some kind of genre. As a writer, you have to be mindful of that as to where uh, you want your fun to go every time as a meandering place, but never the same. And it's not a head trip. It's not, you know, playing Groundhog Day and saying a day is the same. It's where your imagination is. A child, by comparison, is something that is unparalleled if one keeps that imagination as a muscle. And so as a writer, to, you know, draw oneself into this thing, but not compare themselves to the other things others are doing, you know what I'm saying? They've got templates, they've got drop-down menus of everything. You can digitize, you know what I'm saying, like copy and paste, like I said, or, you know, Adobe Photoshop, whatever you want. But how, as a writer, do you keep the authenticity of what you're saying, but not in comparison to anything else that's on television, you know, by popular comparison that's been in existence, you know, what people already love, and define that. (laughs) And then quite possibly redefine that for the next 10 to 50 to 20 years so that people have an expression of what we were doing in 2023 where our imaginations were in 2023 what were we thinking of like what were we watching in 2023 you know so those are just the few viewpoints uh like i say i'm comparing them and the conversation that i had with the characters not you know vicariously but just to sit and float around in many multiple different scenarios and see what they're doing. Uh, The conversation of, you know, the daytime and the nighttime. (laughs) And these conversations, like I say, I don't reveal as to what or who, you know, saying people are. They just, you know, sit down and I give, you know, minor descriptions. And I don't allude as to what they know. They're just simply asking for quite inquisitively Uh, trying to infer what things are through a conversation. And even if it comes as a question to someone, it really, you know, draws the imagination as to how much this person knows versus them trying to, you know, are they trying to manipulate what it is that this vision, you know, that they have and how, you know, it compares to what someone else as, you know, two children would if, you know, no adult was there to just tell them what something is. And... If, you know, (laughs) they come to this realization after, I don't know, a few hours of conversation, right? And then inferring what is or how their former society was, just as a theory, and then comparing it to what they want by the future. 
those are two, you know, very interesting things and a very, uh, I guess, a long conversation that I want to talk about on my next podcast series. But like I said, those are just a few things that I've been working on. Watching uh, Ultimate Programs, I watched uh, Dark Crystal earlier today. That was fucking awesome. Anybody who is a fan of Jim Hansen or whoever that Oz guy was, those motherfuckers, once again, not excusing the expression, are cool as fuck. Like, what? 1980-whatever, like... (laughs) I don't even care if that came out in the 1970s, that movie was fucking cool i don't know whose imagination that came from but uh i I actually you know sat down with a book uh i don't even know who had the book but it was the art from that movie and you know somebody did a got like whoa i'm actually gonna sit down and watch it again because uh, i'm quite impressed by the visuals and the imagination of what someone as a writer uh came up with so Get your nerd on. Uh, Shouts out to anybody on the West Coast. This is V. Peace.